Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to episode 45 of the G-Man Journal podcast. I'm your host, Ben Baccarelli. Today, we're going to be uh, talking about some ways that the Giants can trade back uh, in the 2020 NFL draft. Um, I've put together um, some trades um, that the Giants might be able to uh, do, um, and then, so I'll run through those in the first half, and then the second half, um, I'll kind of do a mock draft type thing where I will talk about what those picks that they got um, back, uh, what they, what those could look like. Um, but before we get to that, though, I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Chris J. Vaccarelli. If you're a small business and you're looking for an account to help with your tax needs, call Chris J. Vaccarelli CPA. Chris J. Vaccarelli. We don't forget about the little guys. So uh, thanks to him for uh, sponsoring this episode, as always. Um, and yeah, I guess we will get into it here. So the first trade I've put together um, is a trade with the Chargers. Now, this is my favorite trade, both because I like what they get in return, and I like, and I just think it's the most uh, realistic um, trade. Um, but anyway, here it is. So the Giants trade their fourth overall pick, their first round pick, with the Chargers for the sixth round for the sixth overall pick, which is their first round pick, um, and the thirty seventh overall pick. So, which is the Chargers' second round pick? So the uh, Giants basically trade their first round pick for the Chargers' first round pick and the um, and the Chargers' second round pick. Here's why it makes sense for both teams. For the Giants, it makes sense because you basically get a second-round pick for free. If you're only moving two spots back, you can still probably get the guy you want. Um, And it makes sense for the Chargers because now they slide ahead of Miami, who's at five. Uh, Miami will definitely be looking to take a quarterback, but so would the Chargers. So if they can just trade up there. um, So basically, why it makes sense for the Chargers? Well, you're basically getting... um, a franchise quarterback, um, or what they think can be a franchise quarterback in probably Tua Tugbailoa, um, for basically just a second-round pick if you're just swapping those picks there. So for the Giants, it definitely makes sense. You can still take um, the guy you want uh, there for sure. Um, uh, I'll talk about that trade a little more Um in the second half, again, I think that this is probably the most realistic trade because I think it makes I think it makes the most sense for both teams out of all of these trades. I just think it's the most like you know like logical trade. Um, so yeah, um, I again, this is my favorite trade because I think that this is the best um, return that they get out of these um, trades. Or not necessarily return, but best potential to be best return because, um, well, you still get the same guy you want um, moving back from four to six, as I talked about, and then now and then you have back-to-back picks in the second round um, because Miami slides back uh, just because the way um, the draft worked out this year. But anyway, that's the first trade I have. Again, my favorite trade, most realistic trade in my opinion. Next trade I have was is with the Patriots. Now, the Patriots obviously losing Tom Brady in free agency. Um, they need a quarterback. So, again, I think that this is um, um, somewhat of a logical trade. I don't I don't love it if you're the Giants. Um, again, I would definitely try to make that Chargers trade. Um, probably my least favorite um, out of them all um, because I don't love the return necessarily that you get. Um, so, yeah, but it is what it is. Um, Patriots, again, looking to, um, slide in front of, 
um, Miami at five. You know, so if you're if you're a QB needy needy team, um, you're most likely looking to get ahead of Miami um, at five, who will presumably take Tua Tagovailoa if if um, nobody else slides in front of them. So then what you have is you have Burrow going one, Chase Young going two, um, Jeff Okuda going three to the Lions um, because I just think that that's a good fit there. Um, and then whoever slides up with the Giants at four probably takes a quarterback. Um, so that's why that makes sense to get ahead of Miami at five. But anyway, um, Patriots um, looking to get ahead of Miami at five. So the Giants would presumably trade uh, the fourth overall pick um, for the Pats for the 23rd overall pick, which is the Pats' first-round pick, um, the 87th pick in the draft, which is a third-round pick, the 100th pick in the draft, again a third-round pick, and the 125th um, pick, which is um, the fourth-round pick. So, again, I don't love this trade because, for one reason, I... I like the return that you're getting. I just don't think that it's very logical for the Giants. If you're, you know, not that it's not fair, but if you're moving from four to 23, you're not getting the guy you want, right? So if you're, in order to get the guy you want, you probably need to stay at least in the top 10 as you do with the Chargers trade and the trade I'm going to talk about next. But I just think that this is probably the least logical trade for the Giants. Um, it's it's a potential trade. Um, I wouldn't be completely against it if it happened because I like the two thirds that you're getting, um, and I like I like the fourth that you're getting. So that just adds a lot of picks, a lot of um, guys that that the Giants can stock up on, and hopefully um, be quality quality players for them moving forward. Um, you know, so it is what it is. Um, not my favorite of the three trades I put together, um, but definitely something that, that could theoretically be possible. Now, the third and final trade I have is a trade with the Jaguars. Now, the Giants would trade the fourth overall pick, um, and the 99th overall pick, which is their third round pick, hundred, the 150th overall pick, which is their fifth round pick, and the 184th overall pick, which is their sixth round pick, um, for the ninth overall pick um, and the 20th overall pick, just or both first rounds. Um, so the Giants would basically trade a first round pick, a third round pick, a fifth round pick, and a sixth round pick, um, and potentially another late round pick. Um, for two first-round picks. Now, this trade obviously probably favors the Giants. However, it still kind of would make sense for the Jaguars. Again, in order for this to probably go through in real life, you would probably need to throw in another late-round pick, potentially a seventh um, or something like that. Um, so this definitely makes sense to the Giants. Um, you could It could probably make sense for the Jaguars because... If you're trading up to four, um, you're getting Tua, presumably, presumably um, for basically all the reasons I've talked about with the other teams. Um, now, this is a little bit different for Jacksonville because they are my pick to get um, to get newly released quarterback um, Cam, Cam Newton. So, I think that 
they're my pick to pick him up. So if they do pick him up, this trade obviously has no potential of happening because because then they already have a quarterback. They don't need to slide up to get another quarterback. That just doesn't make any sense. Um, so, however, if somebody else gets um, Cam, maybe a team like the Patriots um, or potentially even um, a team like the Chargers, although the Chargers kind of do seem um, sold to me on Tua. Anyway, um, it definitely makes sense for the Giants here because at the ninth, you can potentially still get the guy you want or maybe, you know, the second guy on your board. And then at 20th, it's just another first-round pick. You can get another quality guy, as we will talk about in the second half. Um, but, yeah, that's that's um, the trade I have there. Again, it makes sense for Jacksonville because you're trading up um, to get Tua, but then you also get, you know, three – potentially four more picks. So, you know, if you if you know the Jags just kinda wanna um stock up on picks and get a lot of guys um who they think can be future superstars, then I think this trade makes sense for them. Again, should they sign Cam Newton, this trade obviously basically there's no potential in happening. Um but anyway, that's the trade I have there. So yeah, so I will talk about um, what these picks could look like, um, as far as what the, what the, um, what types of players, uh, the Giants could get with these picks, um, in the second half in just a few moments, but first we're going to go to commercial break. Hey, New York Giants fans. This is Jenny Vecarelli from the Closet Pack Rat. If you've made organization your goal for 2020, reach out to the Closet Pack Rat and we can help you reach that goal. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at The Closet Pack Rat. All right, welcome back to episode 45 of the G-Men Journal podcast. So just a few moments ago, we wrapped up uh, talking about uh, some potential trades. Now we're going to talk about what the return on those trades um, as far as picks that the Giants might make um, with uh, those selections that have been given to them. All right, so the first one where we talked about the uh, Chargers trade, again, that was the Giants trading the fourth overall pick uh, to the Chargers for the sixth overall pick and the 37th overall pick. So um, with the sixth pick um, in the draft, I would take Tristan Wirfs, the offensive tackle out of Iowa. Um, Now, you could kind of go a few different ways with this. You could potentially still taking Isaiah Simmons. Now, the reason I say potentially, I don't exactly know what Miami's plan would be after Tua. You know, I don't know what they do if they don't get Tua. Maybe they go offensive tackle, and if they were to go offensive tackle, I don't know who that would be. I don't know who they're most interested in. But definitely after, definitely Tristan Wirfs. Um, for me, would be the pick. Um, because I think, especially if we don't have some of these workouts where, you know, you bring the guy in and stuff, and we just go kind of straight to the draft, I think the last impression the Giants have of Tristan Wirfs is that insane combine that I had, that I talked about a while back, whatever episode that was. Um, you know, so... So that's that's a great lasting impression that you have. So especially if they don't get to see him again, then then you know 
then you're looking at a great lasting impression, um, like I said, um, and that's a that's potentially your pick. Um, that would probably be my pick. I know a lot of people want Isaiah Simmons. I don't think Simmons is the way to go. I think because I think you've done enough on the defensive end, and if you don't take a tackle, you know, like. I think you have to take a tackle because there are four great tackles. This is probably the, you know, potentially five if you want to count in some of the guys that will probably go late in the first round. You know, this is one of the deepest tackle classes that we've seen in a long time. So if the Giants were, were to come out of this without one of the top five tackles in the draft, I think that that would be disappointing. Now, don't get me wrong, I love Isaiah Simmons. I think he's a great player. However, I think if you're going to miss out on all of these guys, especially when you're in great need of a tackle, I I think that that's, that's more of a mistake than passing Isaiah Simmons. Sure, that sure that could cost you in the long term, but you know what's also going to cost you? Daniel Jones taking all these hits because he doesn't have an offense, a quality offensive line. And you have to, you, you know, like, there are potentially five tackles that could go in the first round. When was the last time we saw that? I don't know it for a fact, but it, it wasn't exactly last year. Um, you know, it hasn't, there hasn't been five tackles picked probably in the last, in the first round, in at least the last 10 years, probably more. Um, I don't know the exact exactly how long ago it was, but, um, you know, if you were to come out of this without, without a tackle in this draft, um, I think that that's, I think that's, you can't, I, especially if you're in need of, of a tackle, you know, as much as the Giants are, you know, not saying that, you know, a hybrid like Isaiah Simmons between linebacker and safety wouldn't be a great, Great addition. Um, I think that I think that you got to take a tackle in this draft. Um, whether you slide back to six with the Chargers, or whether you slide back farther, such as nine with the Jags, or even twenty-three with the Patriots, you might still be able to get one of the top five tackles. Um, so again, I really feel like this is this is a draft where you have to get a tackle. So I just think that that's the way to go. I understand why you would want an Isaiah Simmons. And quite frankly, I wouldn't be, I guess I would be fine in the long run with an Isaiah Simmons. But I think immediately, I think you gotta, if you want to contend, you know, this year, and I think they kind of have a chance to, um, then I think you gotta go, you gotta go tackle. So that's my feeling there. That's why I would take um, Tristan Wirfs at six, and then with the thirty seventh, because we're not addressing um, tackle and the or we're not addressing the defense. Sorry, in the first round, I think we go um, defense in the second round, where we take an edge in Uter Gross Motter, uh, who went to Penn State um, local college. For me, um, he was teammates um, with Saquon Barkley his freshman year. Um, Saquon's last year at Penn State. So that would be the picks there I would take with the things you got in return um, from the Chargers. Now, if we if they were to take that Pats trade, 
where they get where they get um the 23rd overall pick, 87th overall pick, 100th pick and 125th pick. Here's where I would take those players. Now, in order to find this out, I ran a mock draft with um with um the draft network simulator um which is the one I use um whenever I'm doing a mock draft um to try to see what types of guys would be around at these picks. Now, so with the 23rd pick, I took Andrew Thomas, the tackle out of Georgia. Um again, one of the top 5 tackles in this draft. Again, for all the reasons I just stated with that Chargers trade, that's why I took him here. Um, then at 87, I took Darrell Taylor, an edge out of Tennessee. Uh, with the 100th pick, I, ta- I took Terrell Burgess, uh, a, a safety out of Utah. Um, with the 125th pick, I took Michael Pittman. Ju- uh, Michael Pittman Jr., uh, wide receiver out of USC. Now, I ran this simulation like three times, I think. Two out of the three times, Andrew Thomas was there. Um, three out of three times, Darrell Taylor was there. Uh, two out of three times, Terrell Burgess was there. And three out of three times, Michael Pittman Jr. was there. So that's about as accurate as I think we can get with these picks. Um, so, yeah, so that's that. Um, so that's what I have with the Patriots trade. Um, you know, looking at what you would get, um, I think that that's, then that's better than looking at the trade on paper. If you kind of consider what they could potentially get, um, in, you know, um, with, with the picks, which is really all that matters. Um, but anyway, um, and finally with the Jaguars trade, um, I had them taking at nine Jujic Wills, uh, offensive tackle, offensive tackle, um, Alabama, because Tristan, Tristan Wirfs, I would take if he was somehow still there. However, I don't think he's going to be there because I think if the Chargers don't trade up and take Tua at four, then I take, then I think Miami takes Tua at, um, at five. Um, and then I think, um, or if the Jags, um, trade up and take Tua, then I think Miami goes probably defense um, or maybe elsewhere. Um, And then I think the Chargers go tackle if they don't get a quarterback, which leaves um, who the guy I think is the second best tackle in the draft, Jujic Wills, um, again, offensive tackle out of Alabama. Um, Just for the sake of it, my tackle rankings, um, I think the top four are probably – Undisputed where you have where you rank them, I guess could be where you um where you where there's a little leeway in what the rankings are. But um, my number one guy would be Tristan Wirfs. My number two guy would be Gigi Wills. My number three guy would be uh, McKee Becton. Um, and my number four guy would be Andrew Thomas. Then as you go down the line to some five six. Um, potentially even seven. I think that's where it gets very shaky as far as where you rank guys. So um, the top four undisputed without off the top of my head, that's what I would have there. But anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um, I would have the Giants taking Jujic Wills um, at nine. And then at 20th, um, I would um, go defense, picking Kenneth Murray, uh, linebacker out of Oklahoma. In my opinion, he's the second best linebacker in this draft behind Isaiah Simmons. 
Um, so obviously, if you don't get Isaiah Simmons um, with your first pick, then I think you go um, Kenneth Murray in this trade um, because I think I think that there's a lot of value in getting a tackle and a linebacker rather than having to choose one of the two between Isaiah Simmons and a tackle. Um, so, yeah, those are my feelings there. Um, and that's about all that I have here. I will be um, doing another podcast um, in the coming days, uh, probably something like a Sunday or a Monday podcast, um, and I'm planning to have Dylan on, and I'm planning to just do a straight-through live mock draft um, going pick-by-pick. Pick. But anyway, um, please tune into that. I hope you all got you guys are all staying um, healthy during this crazy time. Um, so please continue to stay safe um, and stop the spread. Um, so, yeah, again, please tune in um, to to the one that I do later in the week. I will be appearing on um, Dylan Waxman's podcast, the DW podcast, um, in just a few um, in just a few hours here. Um, so if you guys are not listening to that, please listen to that. Great podcast. Um, talks about all sports, not just uh, the Giants and football. Um, but anyway, that's all I have today. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. Uh, thanks for listening. Again, please stay safe and healthy. Um, and please continue to tune in. All right. Bye-bye.